0: Hey there, everyone. Before we start the show, we here at Popcorn for Dinner want to give a big shout out to our good friend and illustrator Kyle Kedzik for helping us celebrate making it to 40 episodes with some uh, brand new custom artwork, which is now up on all of our social media accounts. We love it. And we hope you love it. And if you're looking for some new custom artwork for your business or project, you can look him up on Facebook at Kyle Kedzik or even drop him a line at Kyle at gmail.com. That's K-Y. L E K E D Z U C H at gmail Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to Popcorn for Dinner. This is Jeff. And Kelly. Christmas Movies Month continues this week with a classic. Um, Yeah. At least as far as people who are as old as us in America. Mm -hmm. Can't say for any other demographic (laughs) or any other place in the world.
1: Yeah. Essentially millennials.
0: Yeah. It's a very millennial movie. Yes. And it's... (laughs) it's just one of those movies one of those goddamn movies oh my god (laughs) like every single step like you you can see every single move Mm -hmm. you know 10 moves ahead you know mm-hmm. everything that's coming you know exactly what it's gonna be yeah even down sometimes to like the joke of the scenario <laughs> like oh yeah that's what this is gonna be because it's a movie from the 90s and it's a comedy yep and it's about christmas that adds another layer of like stuff they gotta hit like mm-hmm. oh you gotta make sure to have this you gotta make sure to have this you gotta make sure to have this guy in it specifically yeah. <laughs> uh which i'm sure we'll talk about him or maybe i'll forget and I'm just leading everybody on, but the movie that we are talking about this week is the uh, 1996 American Christmas family comedy film, Jingle All the Way, with Arnold Schwarzenegger (laughs) and Sinbad. Yes. Boy, howdy, that's a 90s movie. Yeah, it is. Oh, (laughs) my God. That is the only decade this movie could have happened in. You know what I mean? Like, sometimes you get a movie and you're like, oh, you know what? Those two people were popular at this time too, mm-hmm. you know, like in the late 80s and in through the 90s and maybe the early 2000s. Like, yeah. no, this yeah. is the only time yeah. <laughs> this movie could have happened. And it's really because of Sinbad. 1996, yeah. Had you seen this one before? I had not. Not at all? Nothing?
1: No, like I I remember like trailers and knew of it, knew it was a, like he's trying to get a toy last minute yeah. sort of ordeal. Mm -hmm. i knew coming into it that it had arnie and that it had sinbad that was about it (laughs) that was the extent of my knowledge
0: Mm -hmm. um there's a lot of folks in this surprisingly even in Mm -hmm. in some bigger and some smaller roles uh which makes sense considering the time like chris parnell's part as one of the clerks Mm -hmm. who's whatever it's like that's chris parnell it's like yeah but this was 1996 chris parnell so he gets that one thing he's great (laughs) as the like clerk laughing in his face about the turbo man doll and everything but it's like Mm -hmm. that's all you're gonna get yeah because it's
2: 1996 yeah um
0: jim belushi yes as the fucking uh like drunken criminal santa
1: yes that was the last note uh, in my notes <laughs> it
0: was a belushi <laughs> yeah totally and he's hes not even bad it's not even like oh my god jim belushi it's mm-hmm. like no, oh, he, he does he, yeah. he plays that role it's good it's yeah. it's a it's a, a supporting part it's not like you have to sit with him the whole movie or something <laughs> <laughs> uh well obviously phil hartman yeah as ted oh my goodness gracious <laughs> what a fantastic Like, what a great thing that this movie holds. Like, overall, (laughs) I'm not even saying that I, like, didn't like it because I wound Mm -hmm. up having so much more fun than I expected. (laughs) I was like, I saw this movie around the time it probably came out. And then, Mm -hmm. like, maybe a few times in, like, late teens, sort of, like, ironically, you know, kind of watching it. But I hadn't really (laughs) sat down and watched it as a movie in a long time. So I was like, something tells me it's not going to hold up. And a lot of it did in great ways that I was like, oh, my God, this is actually fantastic. Um, But it is great that it has like an actual like great thing in it, Mm -hmm. which is just like just another example of Phil Hartman. Like we have so, so little, like pitifully little stuff from Phil Hartman. You know, like we should have had so much more. Yeah. So to have that just fucking brilliant. Oh, my God. is like. Over-the-top ridiculous mannerisms as that like creepy yeah. hitting on your wife neighbor guy. <laughs> it was yeah. Like, oh, these cookies, my God. Like, yeah. oh, he's <laughs> hysterical and creepy and <laughs> awful. and. <laughs> he, yes, he
1: played that role perfectly.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> it was, there were several notes that were, God, Ted is such a creep. <laughs>
0: yeah, oh. even like for the time. You know when mm-hmm. <laughs> when creepy behavior is like sometimes unfortunately like just the uh, the way things go yeah in these worlds in the nineties like he, he even goes a step beyond just <laughs> the normal. Yeah. Um, also, I loved uh, the uh, the giant Santa. Who is the big show from wrestling? Okay. Uh, he also plays Captain Insano in The Water Boy. Oh. When he calls into that wrestling show, it's him. Yes. It's Paul White who okay. plays The Big Show. I love that dude. He's so funny. He's such a cool dude. And like, I had. Completely, in my head as a kid, it was just like, and then some huge guy. Yeah. And I don't think I ever put it together. Like, (laughs) oh my God, it's the big show. That's amazing. (laughs) And hysterical that, like, I bet you that they didn't expect they would have to get somebody so huge to play the huge Santa. Mm -hmm. But since they cast Arnold, it was like, God, we got to find the biggest fucking guy.
1: Arnold was going to (laughs) be the huge Santa. (laughs) Yeah, like that was our (laughs) original plan.
0: He just tested so well. As the believable Minnesotan. Yeah. That's the funniest thing in the world. And it's one of my favorite things about, like, (laughs) so many Arnold Schwarzenegger movies. Like, there's just, it, it, you can't blame the movie for it. And I I rarely do, unless it's, like,
1: really, really
0: bad. Like, this is sort of silly and lighthearted and Mm -hmm. whatnot. So you're just kind of like, okay, whatever. And they even kind of hang a lampshade on it when... Phil Hartman tells him that you can't bench press your way out of this. Mm-hmm. But the fact that it's like any movie trying to portray him as average Joe, like yeah. workaholic <laughs> Howard mm-hmm. is like, really? He's a workaholic and he has the time yeah. to bodybuild to the extent that he looks like <laughs> fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, And then also like just how distinctive he is. Mm-hmm. Like there is nothing like. Lost him in a crowd about this guy. <laughs> There's, like, no way to do that. Mm-hmm. So when the end of the movie, when his wife yeah. doesn't recognize him, like, you think it's some other huge Austrian guy? Like, it's clearly yeah. <laughs> just the gap in his teeth alone. Yeah, like, it's so it, distinctive. Like <laughs> He looks like no one else in the world. Yeah, And they cast him as the everyman yeah. all the time. <laughs> it's and, so, like... Seemingly unintentionally funny, like I would wish that they would have that in mind when they do that. Like, oh, you know, be fucking bananas (laughs) as the everyman. Let's get Schwarzenegger. (laughs) Do it, but it's get him on the phone. Also hysterical though is the fact that the dude they get to play Myron, his like counterpart dude for the movie, Mm -hmm. is like the one guy taller than Schwarzenegger. So you see him and you're like, what the fuck
1: why are and, these two tall dudes just hanging out well, not just that
0: but you're like you know it's uh like you look at schwarzenegger and especially after after he's done so many movies with danny devito at this point i think he's done two he's done like twins and uh the one where he's pregnant i forget what it's called now but
1: mr mom no,
0: no. That's, that's that's a different concept okay. <laughs> it's like technically could probably swap titles but that's, it's, that's not what that's about okay okay Um, (laughs) (laughs) but like in those movies, he's with Danny DeVito. So it's hysterical of like the, the the counter, Mm, he's so huge, he's so tiny and all that. So you look at a movie like this where it's like, okay, here's Schwarzenegger. He's the big bumbling, like, oaf kind of guy. Okay. Mm -hmm. And who's the little dude with him? And it's like, no, 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 no. He's the little dude of the two. (laughs) What? (laughs) You're kidding me. Looked it up. He's six, four. Sinbad is six, four.
1: That is a tall dude.
0: Apparently, according to uh, according to Wikipedia and stuff, Joe Pesci was in consideration to play Myron. Mm-hmm. Hmm, Joe Pesci, you say <laughs> right around <laughs> casino era <Yeah>. Joe Pesci.
1: <laughs> Interesting. That's Interesting. a that's a pretty okay. good. Uh... All right, All right.
0: <laughs> Also, also really close to like my cousin Vinny and stuff. So it's like he's that dude's hysterical, too. That would have been great. Um, and then one that I know that you wouldn't uh like know of, Jake Lloyd, who plays Jamie, the little boy. Mm-hmm. A couple of years later, three years later, is Anakin in Star Wars Episode One? Gotcha. He's little kid Anakin.
1: He did look kind of familiar. Like I look, mm-hmm. it, it seems like I've seen him somewhere before. I hadn't looked into it, mm-hmm. but thank you for confirming that I wasn't completely crazy.
0: No, yeah, definitely. I mean, he uh, he is also apparently in... Oh, no, that's Apollo 11. I was like, he was in Apollo 13? Holy shit. <laughs> no, he was in Apollo 11. He was on ER in 1996, this exact time. So that might be what you recognize yeah. him from way back in your mind. <laughs> yeah,
1: somewhere back in my memory. There's there's a lot of that. It's yeah, like, I'm oh, sure. they, were on, they were on three episodes of ER. Okay, <laughs> all right, all right.
0: And then there was one other person that was like a total like, of course, you got this person to do it is um, Danny Woodburn playing uh, Jim Belushi's Santa's elf. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, hey, look, it's Mickey from Seinfeld who gets all <laughs> pissed off about having to yeah. play elves. And then all of a sudden, in this movie, he's playing an elf. Of course. Like, did you know that? Or is this literally typecasting him? Or what's going on here? But I thought it was funny to see him, like, oh, you're playing an elf.
1: While we're on the topic of the elves, there yeah. were a couple elves in that warehouse. And there was some, like, kind of demeaning ADR to oh, them, like, like, being tossed across the room. Yeah,
0: like, super high-pitched
1: mm-hmm. voices
0: and junk. Jo- yeah, it's super, super bad. That whole chunk I wrote down into my notes, that was punching dwarves, the height of 90s comedy. Mm-hmm. Like, that's one thing that really just, I, I it happened real quick, too. It wasn't, like, a thing that, you know, like, over time... You know, you sit and watch movies like this as a kid and it kind of like gets into your head. Mm -hmm. And then for a while afterwards, you kind of have to like, oh, like shake that out once you realize like, oh, geez, I've watched a shit ton of movies where this terrible thing happens. And I haven't really registered how terrible it is. Yeah. And so now I have to kind of like, oh, right. But for some reason, the whole like dwarf tossing sub-genre of comedy that would always pop up in movies in like the 90s early 2000s mm-hmm. like i think i was like 11 because it was i think it was that movie corky romano
1: okay i with
0: uh chris Kattan. i know of it yeah it has a really stupid shitty like dwarf fight scene towards the end and even as a fucking like 11 year old watching it i was like ugh, yeah and i realized I was like yeah this is not never really been funny yeah. <laughs> like the closest i can come to laughing at anything like that is like wee man from jackass because yes. it's like because he's just hurting himself because he wants to to make yeah. you laugh like he's trying to make you laugh with the goofy shit he's doing yeah it's his idea yeah <laughs> these people are just getting paid to do a job to do something demeaning
1: yeah he when, wants to when be he comes up with it it's okay <laughs> yeah exactly
0: <laughs> um but yeah that whole sequence had uh plenty of uh
1: terribleness
0: yeah and i guess that song and dance number is not in the theatrical cut because i yeah i totally Uh, forgot to mention we watched the extended cut which is like four minutes longer so it's like nothing really
2: yeah
0: um one thing that it does great there's (laughs) i was reading afterwards Mm -hmm. about the movie and i saw some people comment about like oh man it's so hysterical that scene after the credits and i was like chit we turned it off yeah uh Typically, I wait, but a lot of times I'm like, it's just probably not. Yeah, Jaws 2 it's, doesn't have a scene at the end. Yeah. Let's just go.
1: It's jingle all the way. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: So I was like, fuck. So I was going to look it up for us to just watch it on YouTube. Like, I'm sure somebody put it on YouTube. We could just watch it there instead yeah, yeah. of having to put the DVD back in and getting all the way to the end or something. <laughs> And then it turns out that the scene after the credits is that scene where he asks, or his wife asks, like, "Oh, what'd you get me?" And he goes, like, "The like sequel bait." Mm -hmm. That was after the credits in the theatrical cut. Gotcha. And the extended cut just crammed it at the end of the movie. It was like, "Oh, well, thanks,
1: yeah, thanks for that." I didn't have to sit through the
0: fucking credits to launch this dumb little like sequel bait hook. (laughs) Okay, that's great. Uh, Yeah, that. The song and dance with the Santas, Mm -hmm. which is like definitely something that I I didn't remember. I wrote into my notes. I was like, oh, why are they singing? Like, why is this (laughs) happening right now? But it wasn't a case of like, what the fuck? I don't fucking remember this. Because there was a lot of stuff where I was like, I don't fully remember this. Mm -hmm. But I know it like I can tell where it's going. But (laughs) I don't fully remember this whole thing. But the song and dance was really like, okay, Yeah. And apparently that was not okay in the theatrical cut. Yeah also apparently cut from it which it was just like goes to show how little i remembered about it because i was like really i thought that was in the okay all right i guess it wasn't <laughs> the scene where he buys the doll from lisa Yardley smith oh <laughs> which i was like oh my god it's Yardley smith i was yeah. so happy to see her uh but apparently that scene isn't in the theatrical cut of the movie yeah it, it, apparently it's probably oh. on like tv oh versions you know Okay. Where they put in stuff mm-hmm. to like fill time or whatever the fuck, yeah. So it's like okay, yeah, because I swear I've seen that before. Where he get where he buys it from her, and then he's like booster, it's a booster, and throws in the garbage <laughs> and shit. Um, but either way, that that apparently also was something that was cut. And then there's, like, little tiny bits of, like, there's a few more lines with this character. Mm-hmm. And there's a few things over here. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Uh, but nothing too crazy. But I guess I'm glad we watched it so that we didn't have to yeah. <laughs> sit through the credits <laughs> or anything.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: I like the look on, like, the consumerist. Christmas mm-hmm. junk and the like the one big toy, yeah, debacles that have occurred over the years,
1: yeah, the, uh, and the like tickle me Elmo,
0: yeah, that and, was the
1: big one of our, yeah, childhood. <laughs>
0: and, uh, I know that there were plenty of, uh, plenty of freakouts over like beanie babies and shit,
1: mm-hmm. and and all furbies. that kind of stuff,
0: furbies,
1: Tamagotchis. Oh yeah,
0: like the just mm-hmm. absolute lunacy, which I, it's like we kind of still have, but it's in like different kinds of things it's not so much like an actual like single physical toy yeah it's like it's the thing it's the phone in your hand you know it's it's the the tablet it's It's the the
1: video game exactly like
0: specifically but i i liked that i liked Mm -hmm. the way that it kind of like tackled that and then the ridiculous like mania that comes with that sort of stuff even if it gives his kids some really shitty things to say to him i didn't write it down specifically but that whole like the whole diatribe he goes on about Turbo Man when he comes mm-hmm. home and he's like, oh, sorry, I missed your karate thing and all that. Which I wrote down. I was like, Christmas movies are all about dads that suck. Yeah. And that's basically it. That's the story of Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> dads suck. They'll try to make it up to you in a magical way. Um, <laughs> dads will let you down. But, <laughs> <laughs> but um the kid gets so excited about the Turbomad thing and everything. And he's like, oh, Johnny's going to get one. And Jimmy's going to get one. Or anyone who doesn't get one is going to be the biggest loser in the world. Mm-hmm. Or something like that. And it's like, oh, God, kid, you're so indoctrinated. Yeah. <laughs> like, Like, I feel for him while at the same time being like, fuck you. Like he's so, he's so demanding Mm -hmm. all all the time. And it's like, I get it. He's a kid and he wants his dad around just like the fucking kid from last week. Just like Charlie (laughs) from Jack Frost. He's a kid. He wants his dad around. His dad's not around. I get it.
1: It's not going to be the movie next week too.
0: I mean, I don't know. We'll see. But (laughs) like just the, the, we go every year. Well, you didn't go last year or the year before talking about the parade yeah the next day mom
1: and I go yeah and I was like god
0: you're so passive aggressive too
1: yeah you're not just
0: demanding but you're also (laughs) like just being a real dick about it yeah Uh, but again he's like nine years old or something (laughs) I don't know so it's like you can't really be like oh fuck you kid but the like mindset that he is shown to have Mm -hmm. that like awful consumerist little kid mindset is a great little bit of like satire of the real world about it's like this kid who literally is like so pissed off he won't even look at his dad mm-hmm. but then when being bought off with a toy he wants is suddenly like oh my god yeah and it's like oh that's that's pretty funny makes the kid look shitty yeah it does. really makes that kid look shitty and kind of makes howard look shitty in in comparison like because he's like so willing to do that to be like oh cool wipe my hands of this (laughs) like awesome this whole this huge big thing that I did where I like depressed my son and he's you know disillusioned and he doesn't love me anymore or whatever (laughs) I just have to buy a thing and then he's cool awesome great parenting (laughs) like (laughs) it's kind of terrible but it's all just set up for the chase Mm -hmm. you know like that that's the entire point of the movie obviously
2: so it's like it has
0: to be that important so that he would go through all of this if he felt there was another way (laughs) he would have stopped after like the first four or or five stores and been like you know what there's a better way yeah but he he has to think this is like his only way which obviously is his like mistake that he's supposed to learn from and all that um i do find it strange how little he uh, learns learns and yeah. does <laughs> yeah
2: yeah
0: A very like I, I like i said i had forgotten so much of it that i was like okay i get like you know he disappoints the kid and then and then he finds it doll, but he doesn't like i remember some of those little things mm-hmm. and i knew that he like gets in the suit and flies around at the end But I thought there was, like, something he did (laughs) to, like, (laughs) show the kid that he actually, like, there was, he really didn't do anything.
1: Apart from, like, saving his life, which was just, like. Which was lunacy. Well, yeah. (laughs) But also just, like, human nature to try and save a child's life, you know. It wasn't, (laughs) it wasn't just because that was his son.
0: Howard, okay, Howard got what he deserved, playing with fire the way that he was. Yes. Being like oh i am turbo man and your kid believing in turbo man Mm
2: -hmm.
0: and believing that this man in front of him is the turbo man like not just that like that's a huge thing that i didn't kind of realize until more towards the end i I didn't feel like the movie maybe the movie felt it didn't need to to like explain Mm -hmm. it any further but i was like okay so this kid loves the turbo man show Yeah. And then towards the end of it, it's like, oh, no, he's still at that state where he, like, believes in the show. Yeah. Seems a little old for that. I don't remember, though. Like, I don't have kids, and I don't remember what I was like as a kid of seeing stuff on TV and being like, ah, the Power Rangers, which clearly that show was a parody of at the beginning with Power Rangers. Oh, absolutely. So, so Power Rangers.
1: Yeah. Didn't even (laughs) have to write a note about that one. (laughs) Oh,
0: yeah. But, like. (laughs) He seemed a little old to be at that state of being like, you're the real Turbo Man who is real.
1: Yeah, and you are the superhero.
0: Yeah, but the fact that he plays along with it to the point of being like, I am in the suit and I am Turbo Man and you are my favorite little boy and therefore he must actually be a villain you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like like when, once you start down that road, then all of a sudden you have to be like, okay, so that guy's really a villain. So he's coming for you. So the kid's going to run. Oh, and the kid's going to try to escape. Oh, and the kid's climbing up a building. Oh my God. The kid's climbing on a tree on top of a building. Oh my <laughs> God. It's tipping over. Oh my God. Like all of that escalation is on you. Oh, for yeah. starting the ball of being like Turbo Man's totally real and I'm him and I'm here to save you. And the kid's like, okay, I'll just get saved by Turbo Man. It doesn't matter that I'm climbing a building. Yeah. Like, holy shit, Paul or Howard.
1: <laughs> all your fault. Where'd I
0: get Paul from? Who's I, Paul? <laughs> I
1: have no idea. I
0: don't think there's a Paul in this movie.
1: I don't think so, unless there's a Paul actor in the
0: movie. Yeah, possibly. Um, but I loved the chase. Like, you, you, mm. you've you got to even, like, okay, you have to love it because that's the point of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you don't, then you hate it, then okay, whatever. But
1: Then don't watch this Yeah, movie. <laughs> then, then you absolutely
0: shouldn't. Um, But I dug it, and I even, like, for some reason, it takes a special formula to it, or just a, a special kind of chemistry or something. Like, watching Jack Frost last week, despite <laughs> all of the, like, it's just a kid's movie kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I couldn't not overanalyze it. But in this <laughs> one, all the things that happened, like I wrote them down and I mm-hmm. noticed them. Yeah. But they weren't nearly as huge of things to me. Like the fact that he can't stop running into that same cop
2: yeah. all
0: the time. Yeah. And by the end of it, I was like, and now it feels like all of this has just been a setup so that when he gets to the parade at the end, he can't just walk to his family because he bumps into the fucking cop again and has to run and then escapes into the building where he gets suited up as turbo man and sent onto the float. Mm -hmm. It's like, none of that happens. The movie's over. Yeah. The movie is done with the adventure. And now he's just going to go to the parade and be with his family and be like, this is what I should have been doing all along mm-hmm. you know what I mean and like and there it is it's, and you know, he could have
1: learned something yeah
0: and maybe he learned something and, and talks to his family or anything like that <laughs> but he runs into that cop for like the fifth time in a day yeah and I get it it's Minnesota so it's not like he's New York City where it's like how the fuck but could they still... ever run into each other but it is like five different times
1: yeah and it's still like the twin cities that's not like yeah, it's not
0: necessarily a tiny
1: you know that's not like one little suburb it's like running into the same cop in different parts of Chicago multiple times in one day.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. It'd like, be insane. Like, no. what, why are you even here? What are you? Yeah. Like, why are don't you-, you have a district or something? I don't know how cops work. <laughs> Also, on top of the cop, Myron running into him mm-hmm. all the time, and yeah. me thinking at one point like he's got to be following him. Yeah, like there has to be a bit like that. Do I for did I forget?
2: Like that, there's a <laughs> line
0: somewhere where he's like, "I put a tracking device on you" or something yeah. like that. Like, well, how does he keep showing up at the exact same places? And. Sometimes it makes sense because it's, like, another toy store. Yeah. But then sometimes it's, like, the random diner. Yeah. And he's just like, oh, hey, it's you. Like, what the
2: fuck? How, how <laughs> are you here? Why? Impossible.
0: <laughs> uh, but still, as much fun as this is sitting and, like, joke about it, it didn't bug me at all while watching it. It was just like, yep. And here it is again. Like, these two guys in the, like, goofy comedic battle for the toy. Mm-hmm. and all the hijinks they get into that are a little bit like there were a lot of bits in this movie where I was like this was for kids and you know what I mean like that's really what it's for Mm -hmm. like you have a movie where fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger punches an animatronic reindeer in the face yeah like this is a kid's movie (laughs) that's the whole fucking point um so like silly goofy jokes play well for the kids and then there's ones that are a little weird, like something that I'm sure a kid would just—it would just sort of like, like blow past them and they wouldn't even notice. But like Myron's rant when he's in line about his wife, yeah, like who slept with everybody at the post office except for you. Or it's like I'm sure a kid doesn't give a shit about that line. That kid hears that and doesn't think another thing about it, and it's just like
2: yeah. over his head. And the parents
0: are like, "Holy shit." Um, but the one that really got to me was when he chases the little girl, <laughs> when <laughs> when the giant Austrian man chases the small girl through the yeah. like play place thing. And it's like, okay, it's silly because it's like a large man on a kid's thing, and it's like it's the wrong size for him. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. But it is still <laughs> still just a strange man chasing a child. Yeah. A very small child. <laughs> yes. And then and then everyone like sensing that and beating him and calling him a pervert and him having to be like I'm not a pervert like that's a punchline in a kids movie is I am not a pervert is so strange. Like, that joke is only for adults. And it's like a good little chunk, too. It's not mm-hmm. just like, oh, he talks to a kid and someone calls him a pervert. It's like, no, 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 no. He hunts her yeah. down systematically yeah. <laughs> through the tubes and over the fucking bridges and shit of this play place <laughs> and, like, confronts her in the ball pit like it's it's a little yeah. odd. <laughs>
1: I I actually wrote like this ball bit goes on a bit too long. <laughs>
0: yeah. Like him trying to get a thing from a small child is funny. Mm-hmm. And him needing to like chase after the kid, okay. But, but there's a certain point where like yeah. once it's like in the physical spaces of the children, like crawling through <laughs> the tubes after her and stuff, it's like there's only one way this scene is going is that people have to think he's a pervert. There's no way it ends any other way. Yeah. Um, and like, you know, (laughs) I'm just, I'm sitting here trying to think of it like plot wise. And it's like, (laughs) they just, they just run around and they try to find toys and people laugh in their faces. And there's that one great little montage of, of, uh, Schwarzenegger driving in the car and the superimposed like neon signs from a bunch of toy stores like flash in front of his face Mm -hmm. and it's like to me that trope comes from the simpsons which means they stole it from somewhere that i don't know yeah (laughs) and (laughs) but it's like it's such like a a sort of classic like montage thing to do of like someone you know have just have a shot of someone like driving in their car Mm -hmm. and then you know what are they doing they're they're driving around to bars all night long. And so you show the illuminated signs Mm -hmm. of the bars Mm -hmm. or shit like that. So in this case, it's like the dad driving around to toy stores. So that's what you get in the montage. (laughs) The toy store names and stuff. I thought that was great. I was like, this is hysterical, (laughs) Uh, but the montage takes so goddamn long. And I had completely forgotten, like, The timeline of this movie, like how it's playing in terms of like how long before Christmas it is, Mm -hmm. how long he has to get the toy. Obviously, I knew it was like in a day, Mm -hmm. but they like they even undercut it there where it's like not only do you have to get it today, you have to get it by like 1 p.m. or something because you've got to go to this fucking parade, too. seems like he only has a very brief window of time to do this, and I feel like he uses all of that time in the first like 10 minutes of the search. (laughs) They show him going to, like, eight different stores, and it's like, there's no way there's this many toy stores in a small little area. You've driven all over the place, buddy. Yeah. And then it's like, no, he's still got, like, three hours till the parade somehow. Like, ah, Oh, my yeah. God!
1: He only had four hours to start <laughs> with.
0: Yeah, like, it's insane. It seemed weird that they, like... That it had to be like that, but like uh. <laughs> I guess they wanted the, the the Turbo Man parade stuff to happen in the daytime. Like if it was up to me, I would set the fucking Christmas parade like finale at night. Yeah. With like Christmas lights everywhere and shit. And mm-hmm. maybe you could hide a little more of that dodgy CGI of him <laughs> flying around and shit. Like you could hide it better if it's darker. Yeah. <laughs> Broad daylight does it no favors. <laughs> um but yeah, it seemed a little odd that they would do that in daytime, but whatever.
2: Yeah.
0: <clears throat> but I was a little bit a little bit bummed. Like obviously it's great that Myron is basically just like a villain. Mm-hmm. For the most part, like, you know, he has that little like about face at the end when Jamie gives him the, the toy like, oh, your son needs it or whatever. Like you, you deserve it or whatever. Yeah, the fuck. I
1: have the real turbo man at home.
0: Yeah. Which is like, kid.
1: No, you don't.
0: I don't understand what you think is happening. Do you do you now believe that your dad is like, you know, like yeah. all this time? Like, dad, why didn't you ever tell me that you were on this TV show and you were the real turbo man? Like, yeah. oh, no. Oh, I've created a monster. (laughs) (laughs) This is going to take a lot of explaining (laughs) to unravel all this in his tiny brain. I was hoping that the kid would give him that Turbo Man and be like, it's okay. My dad said he got me one already. Like...
2: (sighs) You know, like, oh fuck. You know, like that
0: it would be some sort of like turnabout on him. Yeah. But in the end it was just like, I don't actually need the toy. And I guess that's better for like the overall story. Yeah. It's like the kid loves his dad. And it's like, well, he loves the dad that he thinks is a superhero. (laughs) How long will this joy truly last? Yeah. Also, pretty certain she was like this close to divorcing him. Yeah, definitely. She had a she had a very specific line. I don't know if I wrote it down. I mean, I did write down the one where she says, damn you, Howard. Mm-hmm. I was like, holy shit. That's intense. Yeah. I forget what that was. That was, was that oh, was in was response to
1: Jamie like yelling at him on the phone.
0: Yeah, that was ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> that whole little bit. That sort of moment was so obviously like what it was, you know, like, like I was saying at the beginning about like seeing it 10 moves ahead. Like mm-hmm. and then there's going to be the moment where he... Yells at the kid, or just you know the kid gets on his nerves or something. Oh, there it is. Yep, there we Mm -hmm. go. (laughs) Like and then he's then that makes everyone even more mad at him.
1: Yep, right Uh, on schedule.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Checking the watch, making sure. Um, But there was, I mean, there were a lot of funny jokes in it, and especially ones that uh, caught me completely off guard that I totally forgot about, (laughs) including when Sinbad says Rodney King when he's getting tackled <laughs> by those people <laughs> for the like rubber ball with the number on it. I was like, I choose to believe that that was 100% him. Yeah. And that those screenwriters who I guarantee you are white guys. Like I just, I'm sorry. I, I can practically guarantee you without even looking at it, that everyone who wrote this movie was a white guy, <laughs> that they would never write that line into that scene. No. And and that Sinbad was like, oh, you know, it would be fucking hysterical and would probably make everybody on set very uncomfortable and that would be very funny to me is <laughs> if I did if I said Rodney King when I was getting trampled by shoppers or whatever. Like, holy shit, that's dark for a kid's movie.
2: Yeah.
0: But it's like, well, what do you do? I mean, <laughs> mm-hmm. keep it in the movie. Sinbad loved it. Yeah. I love, I think, like, it, it's, it's the, the different things that they think of To like give him a shot at getting one of these dolls Mm -hmm. where it's like, you know that like none of them are going to work. Like You you must. There's no way that he just like gets one. Yeah. And then the movie's over. So like they just get so increasingly ridiculous where it's like, oh, this store has a new shipment, but there's limited supplies. So they're giving out lottery balls. Mm -hmm. It's like, I don't know if anyone's ever done that before. It seems like something that could have happened. Back yeah. in the day. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like when there were these sorts of crazes for things where it was like, I need my fucking Furby or whatever it is. <laughs> you know, like I, I that's probably something that's happened before. Yeah. Um, so like that being one of them, and then obviously it's like for some reason it's a bouncy ball instead yeah. of like, you know, a ping pong ball. I mean or- <laughs> ping
1: pong balls are still quite bouncy
0: right but this clearly was like heavy like a super ball a super ball yeah, yeah and it bounced forever mm-hmm. uh, <laughs>
1: and fit in a small child's mouth
0: yeah somehow it was weird um <laughs> also really
1: gross that kid probably got lots of diseases
0: yeah i mean let's just put it this way kids have diseases this, this <laughs> they're disgusting true. little monsters this is true. um <laughs> so like i bet you they didn't even have to ask that kid to do that they were just like so you're gonna take the and the kid's like oh and you're like, oh, well, yeah, just, just don't like that. eat it. Yeah, just please don't swallow. Oh God, <laughs> but we have backups, right? Yeah, we got another kid, right? <laughs> I was talking
2: about the ball.
0: <laughs> Kid's got a twin, right? We already have footage. We need it to match. Uh, <laughs> um. But like, you know, that obviously goes wrong and he doesn't get it. And I I, I thought that one was hysterical that it just like dies off. It's like mm-hmm. he had one and then he lost it and then Sinbad had it and then he made them take it from him, <laughs> like telling the crowd that he had two so that they stole the one from him. So they just both didn't have one. Yeah. So it's like, oh, well, shit, fuck that. And then, then was the Christmas or the the like the, the Crime Family Christmas thing, the Santas, yes, and all that shit was that one. So you know, it's like something's got to go wrong here. And I was surprised that it was like more than one thing, because yeah. it was like it would seem like it would be one or the other. It seems like it would be like a faulty, shitty piece of shit knockoff toy that he pays full price for Mm -hmm. or he would get it and then the cops would show up and he'd have to like ditch it or something. Yeah. You know, like it seemed like it would be one or the other, but they got both. Yeah. It was like, it's, (laughs) uh, it's garbage and the cops are here.
2: (laughs) like, Oh shit.
0: Um, so then he doesn't get that one. And then that that's when they meet at the diner, Mm -hmm. him and Myron again, because Myron doesn't come with on his plan on his journey out to the like Santa
1: warehouse warehouse.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, which I mean, I guess makes sense. Uh, like it at least makes a little bit of sense. Like the, the screenwriters saw a uh, like a place they shouldn't go because it's just too far. It's like okay, look, he can randomly run into him on the street, and he can randomly run into him at this diner, but he cannot randomly run into him at the Santa warehouse. That's just ridiculous.
2: <laughs> and they knew
0: they had to pull back.
2: Uh, but then the
0: very next scene, they run into each other at the diner. And then that's when that fucking uh, the radio contest thing Mm -hmm. happens when they get to the radio station they bust in to be like we know the thing Yeah, it's like it's a call in contest at no point like uh, I understand that that cook and the diner or whatever Mm -hmm. like probably wanted you gone because you were fighting in the booth
1: and you broke the phone yeah yeah
0: and you totally destroyed the phone so I'm sure he was just like hey fucking radio stations over there just go over there and make a mess you psychopaths Yeah. but the fact that they both think like yes that's a good idea we should show up in person for this call-in contest yeah. <laughs> it's like you idiots why would you think that would ever work i don't understand like i'm, I'm assuming they just don't know how it works either like they were yeah. as ignorant about calling contests as me but even i knew that you can't just like break into the <laughs> building and be like am i the 53rd caller like clearly you're not yeah you are here in person you are the and first lunatic. Y- you're the
1: first person to <laughs> be here
0: yeah good for you but you're a psychopath yeah um. I mean, the, the DJ did
1: make a mention like, oh, did you guys think that we had the doll here? Right. So it could have been they're going there to steal it also. Well, OK. So. yeah. I,
0: well, just they bust in and he fucking spouts off all the reindeer names. Yeah. As though like, I am the winner. Ah, ha, ha, I'm the winner. And it's like, no. Yeah. You're clearly not. You haven't followed any of the rules. Yeah. <laughs> and you have broken laws. Yes. So many laws. Yes. So many laws broken by both of them. Only Myron gets arrested at the end. (laughs) Once the, like, video footage of a lot of their hijinks finally goes to the police from all these places that they were and have, like, wrecked shit at, Mm -hmm. they're coming for Howard. Yeah. (laughs) They're going to come and they're going to arrest him for doing a lot of the shit that Myron did, too. (laughs) Because they basically both did most of everything.
1: Well, Howard also, though, impersonated a cop.
0: Oh yeah, that's right. So that was a pretty big one.
1: That's that's pretty bad. Yeah, especially two other cops. Yeah, <laughs> to <laughs> like, just get general. out of being in trouble. Hmm. Yeah, that's mm-hmm.
0: definitely uh, definitely gonna be uh, bad news for him. <laughs> um, that's really the last one, right? They go there, the bomb goes off, which doesn't kill anybody, which I thought was yeah so strange, but it's like. Okay. Once it cuts to the cops and they're standing there, and the guy just is like cartoonishly, Mm -hmm. like had his like hair blown back and his face covered in ash and stuff. Yeah. You're like, okay, I know what I expected, (laughs) and this is better than that. Yeah. But that's still weird. Yeah. Like just because they're not dead, like you assume when Mm -hmm. the bomb goes off, and everyone's like, oh, and you're like, wow, this is dark. Yeah. Like that's pretty damn dark, even with as funny as Sinbad's line is. Of <laughs> like that was a bomb. There's some sick people in this world. There's some <laughs> <a> sick people. <laughs> like that's hysterical. But also you're just like, and those cops are dead. Yeah. Whoa. And then it's like, no, 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 they're not dead. And you're like, oh right. But still.
1: <laughs> yeah. You
0: really wanted in, to. In think-
1: reality.
0: <laughs> yeah. Those are some dead ass cops.
1: Yeah. And possibly DJ. Too. Sure. and who, anyone who else on, the, anyone on that floor mm-hmm.
0: possibly the building who knows but yeah and then that's when he goes home and he's gonna steal the one from ted yes up from under his tree which is like okay on one hand he is a creep who mm-hmm. apparently has banged like all the ladies in the neighborhood yeah based on that like one scene towards the beginning where they're all like oh ted you came over and helped me so good mm-hmm. <laughs> he's just like yes i have like oh my god this is overt movie. Yeah. This is not subtle at all. Yeah. <laughs> but he, he finally decides he's going to steal it from him and then realizes like, oh, what am I doing? Mm-hmm. Stealing from a child. Um, also thought it was like the whole setup for that sequence. Because Ted is over at Howard's house. And he's putting the star on the tree. Mm-hmm. And Howard comes home and he sees that through the window. And he's like, "Ooh, you son of a bitch. So he's going to go and steal the Turbo Man from him. Like, fuck you. You take my tree mm-hmm. star putting on. I'll take your kid's Turbo Man, whatever. And he busts into the house and he finds the Turbo Man. And then he's going to leave and he gets caught up by carolers, mm-hmm. which they show like at the beginning of the sequence yeah. that they're like going around the neighborhood. So if it's if it's been set up that there's carolers walking around. So the carolers are out front and Howard's inside. So he hides. Like, mm-hmm. Oh, shit. And then Ted and Howard's wife. What the fuck was her name? Liz. Liz come outside and they just watch it from Howard's porch. Mm-hmm. Watching the carolers who are facing away from them.
1: Yeah. They're towards Ted. Ted's
0: supposedly empty house. Mm-hmm. And Ted doesn't say anything. You know what I mean? Like, why wouldn't he be like, hey? Or like, try, you know, is it like, oh, they're stuck. They they have to finish the song before we can talk to them. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you can't find any way to be like, there's no, you're waiting for nobody. There's nobody in that house. Yeah. You know what I mean? To be like, come on, stand over here. Or, or be like, hey, why don't we walk over to my house and enjoy this? Yeah. Instead, they just stand on the porch and watch them sing to an empty house. Yeah. I thought that was so strange.
1: And just politely wait their turn for the carolers to then come to Howard's house. Yeah,
0: like, I guess so. They're going to watch the whole set. They're going to see it already. They're going to ruin it for themselves. They're going to know what's coming. (laughs) And then they're just going to watch it again. And it's not going to be as good.
1: Unless the carolers only do one song to an empty house.
0: And then that's when uh, Howard starts a fire in Ted's house.
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because the reindeer gets in.
0: Yeah, well, I thought that was before the reindeer gets in. He starts the fire just by being like careless and shit. And then he like kicks the thing or throws the thing that's on fire out the front window at which point Ted finally comes over like oh my god what the hell yeah. I just thought it was so strange that like he starts a fire in the house mm-hmm. and he kicks the thing through the front window and uh and you know all that shit and despite the fact that Ted has been an asshole or like or at least just like a super creep mm-hmm. it's like he has a very real reason to be extremely angry right now yeah and he's kind of not yeah and it's like is it cuz you want to bang his wife they're not gonna get mad at him, but it's like you'd think that you'd think you'd like use that as a wedge. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like get mad at him about it and be like, This is ridiculous. I've been helping her out so much, and you've done this, and you know, whatever, like make them mad at each other or whatever, whatever his little creepy plan is. Yeah. But he just kind of is just like, Oh well, oh geez. It's like he's destroying your house. Like, yeah. this is a legitimate grief you should have yeah. with them. <laughs> this is not cool. Um obviously he gets much not cooler later. Yeah. Uh, when he drives Liz to the parade, well, yes. Liz and the kids, but he lets the kids out early, and then tries to like mac on her. I forget exactly what his whole. Well, he's, he's just
1: first he did probably one of the worst things he did in the whole movie, and that was offer of her non-alcoholic eggnog.
0: <laughs> yeah, what's the point?
1: Exactly. Like, who just <laughs> drinks? Who likes the taste of eggnog? You drink eggnog because it's boozy <laughs> like right like that's that's I mean, my understanding be, of it would, eggnog it
0: would be like taking shots of non-alcoholic tequila but you get all of the burn yeah. <laughs> it's like why would you do that it's yeah like, i just like to feel that without yeah. getting drunk like, yeah i'm sure you do
1: mm-hmm. totally yeah
0: i mean he basically he just like gets all up in her grill about how he's
1: calls her lizzie better,
0: yeah yeah and he's like better than Howard, and mm-hmm.
1: she deserves better. And any number of women from the neighborhood would kill to be in her position. Oh
0: yeah, she's like I'm a lucky girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then she just smacks him in the face with the thermos, right? And then bales Yeah, yeah, which is like obviously you're like rooting for her and whatnot. Mm-hmm. It was just like it was just getting to that point where it's like, he's being so weird the whole movie.
2: Yeah. Like putting... untying,
0: untying the apron by like hugging around her and untying it behind her. Um, but yeah, you know, you're rooting for it to, to smack him in the face Yeah. and it's been a long time coming. Uh, but it's sort of like at that point, you're just like, all right. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's creepy. She needs to figure out if she's going to fall for it or if she's going to realize he's a creep. Obviously she's going to realize he's a creep. Cause that would be a weird ending to this movie. It was like, oh, Jamie, oh, I love you so much. Also, apparently, we're getting divorced. <laughs> Didn't see that one coming. Oh, shit. I was a little bit just, like, disappointed at the ending of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. where was just like, you kind of haven't learned a thing, Howard. Yeah. He has that one line that I wrote down where he says, it's time I start keeping my promises. I think he says that to the reindeer. I don't. It's it's like as he's gonna go off to the fucking parade or something. And my my note on that is, I'd say that's too late, but give it a try, I guess. Yeah. Like it seemed like that was like that that was his problem at the start of the movie, (laughs) not by the middle of the movie. Like by the middle of the movie, your problem has increased. Yeah. It is not just the same thing from the beginning. (laughs) You know, it's like it has to. Now it's gotten to the point where it's like, and you're a lunatic, and you're breaking into people's houses, and you didn't get the toy.
1: You're and forcing a reindeer laws. to drink. Well, I guess he's not forcing the reindeer to drink, but he's <laughs> he's feeding or providing beer to a reindeer. Like, Yeah, that, that was seem... such a
0: strange sequence mm. right there. Uh, did not understand why. Like, I guess they just wanted more use out of that reindeer puppet. They're like, uh. we can make it burp. And they're like, holy shit, write a scene where it burps.
2: That's a <laughs> yeah, I mean, did
0: you did you notice its eyes? When it, that ha- when it burped, its eye, like, like <laughs> it like goes, like, googly-eyed a little bit. It was really funny. Like, as creepy as that reindeer puppet was, it was a little hysterical, like, how goofy it looked. Or it's like, that is so not a reindeer. Yeah. That is so a very strange puppet. Yeah. But it's not strange enough to be creepy.
1: It's not, it's it's not Jack not, Frost. Yeah, it's
0: not the Jack Frost snowman. It's not at that point. It's, like, just cartoonish enough. But also like somewhat realistic. Mm-hmm. But it, those eyes, dude. Like we gotta, <laughs> we gotta, I gotta like just look up that clip on YouTube or something. You can see it like, it's great. But yeah, like he's he's been a dick so long through this whole movie, and then it's like, oh, I guess I should be keeping my promises. And it's like, okay, so I guess he was just gonna meet him at the. At the parade. Yeah, like and just, he like, promised to go
1: to the parade with them.
0: I guess that was a weird, that was sort of what kind of threw me for that ending of that movie is that like trying to wrap that up as the end of the movie.
1: Mm-hmm. You know what
0: I mean? Where it's like, oh, I guess I should fulfill my promises and go to that parade. It's like, you never said you weren't gonna. Yeah. In fact, like that was like the whole reason why you wanted to get all this done was so you could get home and you could go to that parade. Like at no point was this parade seeming like a burden to you. Yeah. Other than the fact that it gave you a ticking clock of when you had to get this fucking toy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. it was never like, oh, that fucking parade or like, mm-hmm. geez, again with the parade, Jamie. Or, you know, like yeah. nobody was angry about the parade. And at no point did he say he wasn't going to go. So to be like, I'm finally going to keep my promise. It's like about the thing that you were already going to do.
2: Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's
0: not that's not heroic. There's nothing yeah. There's nothing here where it's like, oh, my God, Howard, oh, you're so wonderful. But it is a little dickish of her to be like, yeah, he's probably not coming. And it's like, did you invite him? Like, well, no. In fact, I said he probably shouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute. Hold on. Yeah. That's no longer his deal. It's become your deal <laughs> to you, both of you together. So, yeah, it was just weird, and then it just comes down to, like, okay, so he just has to literally superhero save his child from falling to death. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in these suits that apparently work for some reason, it's the biggest question mark of this movie. Yeah. In a, in a movie that, like, it, it's, like we were saying last week, like, kind of how we're jumping from movie to movie, where it's like, last week was way more magical. Mm-hmm. This week was supposed to be a little more grounded, and it is to a certain extent.
1: It is until the like last like ten minutes. Yeah,
0: but that's kind of like the thing that makes that so crappy. Like in, in even in retrospect of like, mm-hmm. it's a cheesy movie. Yeah, it's Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> it's Sinbad. It's Christmas. It's you know whatever. You can't be too mad at it for a lot of the stuff that it does because it's just like well of course it's going to do that. Come on. Yeah. But the fact that it lays the groundwork of being like a silly, slightly cartoonish. But movie about people doing things and the emotions between them, you know. And oh, Mm -hmm. you know, what is she? She's towards the beginning, I think she says, like, I'm not the one you need to apologize to. Yeah. You know, like about the kid and everything, which is kind of exactly what happened
1: last year. It wasn't my karate (laughs) tournament or whatever. Right, right, right.
0: Exactly. Where it's like, hey, whoa, you got to deal with this. Like a true emotional, like things between Mm -hmm. father and son. And then for the end of it to just be like, oh, also jetpacks work. And he just saves him from uh, Sinbad turned supervillain. Like, what? (laughs) What the fuck does that mean? (laughs) And the
1: boomerang
0: worked. Yeah, the boomerang works. The the discs discs work. The jetpack works. The fist works. Yes. Sinbad's fist comes off. Yeah, And punches him in the face and then reattaches itself. And he's just like, ha ha, cool. And it's like, what the fuck?
1: Yeah. That's real? How? How? How is that?
0: How could it I ever be real?
1: I don't understand.
0: <laughs> Super crazy. and it And it's like, again, it's not like it's like, oh God, this masterpiece of a film is ruined <laughs> by these final moments. But it is just a thing of like, man, I kind of, I just, I wish that there was an actual dramatic end scene where people seem like they've learned something yeah (laughs) and in this case it's really just them being like holy shit howard you were turbo man and him being like i guess i was (laughs) and then it's over merry christmas (laughs) like wait what and everyone's just happy there's no more questions yeah he broke into ted's house that was, like, an hour ago. <laughs> like, do you know how fucking, like, I don't know. It seems crazy to me that, like, yeah. they're they're that close to fucking divorce by the end of that scene uh, at Ted's house. Mm-hmm. There's a specific line she has that I wish I had written down, but I didn't. But she makes, a, like, a distinct thing of, like, it might not be us doing something anymore. Or so, it was something yeah. along those lines yeah. where very, very specifically implied a separation of them mm-hmm. <laughs> without specifically just saying, like, I'm going to divorce you. Yeah. But it's like, they were that close. And then that whole turbo man sequence happens and they don't know it's him. Mm-hmm. So she doesn't know it's him. So to her, her son, who, who's dead may never be in the picture again because who knows what they're thinking. Yeah. And she also just got assaulted by another guy moments ago. Like, horrible place for her to be in. But she's just sitting there, and she's like, this actor of Turbo Man is saving my son's life.
1: Yeah, knows him by name.
0: Yeah, and then also saves him from dangling from a building. Did you you see her reaction when, like, when Jamie gets, like, safely back to Earth? Like, back to solid ground where he's not dangling for his life?
2: Uh... It
0: was, like, the gentlest, like, (laughs) Like, just a little bit of, like, hand on her sternum, just gently going like, yeah, that was it. That was the reaction to my kid is now safe after all of this. Yeah, Insane. I'm going to assume stuff was cut. Yeah, I'm going to assume that that ending was cut around a lot because it just, it seemed insane (laughs) for it to be like, and your kid's no longer going to die. And she's like, oh, thank goodness the car's still where I parked it. You know, (laughs) like, that was the level of reaction she had. Yeah. So weird. (laughs) but then they're like thanking turbo man Mm -hmm. and being like, Oh my God, thank you so much for saving him. And he's got this toy and everything's all cool and everything. And then he takes the mask off and she realizes that it's him. And it's like, you have to process everything that's happened in the Mm -hmm. last like three or so hours Mm -hmm. of like, my husband is just gone. Yeah. It's pre, Cell phones everywhere. So we can't just call him or text him all day. Mm -hmm. So it has to be like he has to call us from a payphone somewhere. Yeah. Otherwise, we don't know where he is. Mm -hmm. Disappears all day. Next time I see him, he is in Ted's house, burning it down, (laughs) stealing from him. Yeah. And then the next time I see him after telling him off is him pulling off this turbo man mask that I somehow didn't recognize him under. And Despite showing it me that being he's...
1: just a yellow, like, face
0: shield. <laughs> it's just like he's right there. Lady. Yeah.
1: His whole face. Whole
0: face, right hey, there.
1: Jamie, too. Jamie goes up to right up to him on yeah. the float. Like, you don't <laughs> recognize that that is your father.
0: Yeah, really? Your Austrian father. The, <laughs> your Austrian bodybuilder father. There's not many of those around here. Yeah. All of that. And then it's just like, oh my God, Howard, it was you. Well, everything's fine. Mm-hmm. End of movie. It's like, man, like, get something. I get like, you can't have the whole movie be about like the cynicism of commercialist Christmas, mm-hmm. and then not have the actual like cathartic emotional payoff of like, this is what it should be about. Yeah, when your ending is like, what it should be about is saving your children with rocket packs. It's like, <laughs> wait, what? Hang no, on. that's a... T-
1: Hang on. This
0: is not the message I was expecting.
1: That sounds expensive.
0: <laughs> yeah, not everyone can do that movie. <laughs> Make it a little more realistic for the common man. I honestly, I was kind of expecting Myron to be lying about having a kid the whole time. Yeah. At the end, just to like get the toy. <laughs> yeah. But they don't... They he don't just
1: wanted anything. it so he could resell it.
0: <clears throat> yeah, really. Although, also I don't love-
1: know why he would do that on Christmas Eve, but...
0: <laughs> yeah, really. Uh, I love how much fucking mail he loses and purposely throws out throughout Mm -hmm. the course of the movie where it's like, he is not only arrested, but fired and charged. Yes. With lots of stuff.
1: Yes. Federal crimes.
0: Federal crimes. Federal as fuck.
1: Yeah. You don't fuck with the mail.
0: Yeah. Like, that's the hysterical thing, too, is like, you can only imagine that after going through all of that and like, I mean, they might void the whole fucking thing because eventually they're going to be like, you're not the guy who plays turbo, man. So then they might go back and be like, it wasn't. So the toy wasn't yours to give out to kids Mm -hmm. so therefore it's not your kid's toy to give out to yeah (laughs) so we're taking it back from Myron before he goes to federal prison (laughs) this is ridiculous like they try to make it happy like you give it to your kid i'm lucky enough already yeah it's like moments later it was like and thank you yes evidence bag (laughs) gone forever nobody else ever touches it again (laughs) it's like oh that's great one one of the main things that i really did love about the movie was the hysterical like so on point uh lesser toy in booster but mm-hmm. like partner toy where it's like there's tons of those and everyone's like fuck that shit to the point where they beat up the booster <laughs> dude and they're just like everyone hates you booster. <laughs> Just beating the hell out of them like that's fucking hilarious uh i think that is gonna wrap it up for popcorn for dinner this week uh we do have two more weeks in december so we've got two more christmas movies coming up gonna mm-hmm. be super fun uh it's next week. It's not, should be uh, interesting. yeah next week's probably gonna be real silly um but it, it is sort of fun because like i don't necessarily go out of my way to not watch christmas stuff
2: mm-hmm.
0: but i don't tend to put on a lot of christmas stuff around christmas yeah. Like, it's really—it's never really been my bag to be like, oh, I got to watch Christmas movies and get in the Christmas mood. Uh-huh. So it's, like, kind of forced to do it this year yeah. in this sense. And it's like, hey, it's not so bad.
1: It's a shame we've both seen Die Hard.
0: Yeah, right? <laughs> uh, but uh, that's going to wrap it up for this week. This is Jeff. And Kelly. You're my number one customer.